Abandonware. Abandonware is a product, typically software, ignored by its owner and manufacturer, and for which no official support is available. Within an intellectual rights contextual background, abandonware is a software, or hardware, subcase of the general concept of orphan works. Museums and various organizations dedicated to preserving this software continue to provide legal access. The term abandonware is broad, and encompasses many types of old software. Definitions of abandoned vary, but in general it is like any item that is abandoned, it is ignored by the owner, and as such product support and possibly copyright enforcement are also abandoned. Types. Commercial software unsupported but still owned by a viable company. The availability of the software depends on the company's attitude toward the software. In many cases, the company which owns the software rights may not be that which originated it, or may not recognize their ownership. Some companies, such as Borland, make some software available online, in a form of freeware. Others, such as Microsoft, do not make old versions available for free use and do not permit people to copy the software. Commercial software owned by a company no longer in business. When no owning entity of a software exists, all activities, support, distribution, IP activities, etc., in relation to this software have ceased. If the rights to a software are non-recoverable in legal limbo, orphan work, the software's rights cannot be bought by another company, and there is no company to enforce the copyright. An example of this is Digital Research's original PLI compiler for DOS, which was considered for many years as without an owner, Microfocus, which acquired Novell, which had bought Digital Research's assets, owns this old PLI compiler, but has a more up-to-date PLI offering. Shareware whose author still makes it available. Finding historical versions, however, can be difficult since most shareware archives remove past versions with the release of new versions. Authors may or may not make older releases available. Some websites collect and offer for download old versions of shareware, freeware, and, in some cases, commercial applications. In some cases these sites had to remove past versions of software, particularly if the company producing that software still maintains it, or if later software releases introduce digital rights management, whereby old versions could be viewed as DRM circumvention. Unsupported or unmaintained shareware. Open source and freeware programs that have been abandoned. In some cases, source code remains available, which can prove a historical artifact. One such case is PC Lisp, still found online, which implements the Franz Lisp dialect. The DOS-based PC Lisp still runs well within emulators and on Microsoft Windows. Orphan Code Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
The source code or executable might still be available but the author is unknown or only identified by a dead email or equivalent and there is no realistic prospect of finding the owner of the IP. Implications If a software product reaches end of life and becomes abandonware, users are confronted with several potential problems, missing purchase availability, besides used software, and missing technical support, for example compatibility fixes for newer hardware and operating systems. These problems are exacerbated if software is bound to physical media with a limited life expectancy, floppy disks, optical media, etc., and backups are impossible because of copy protection or copyright law. If a software is distributed only in a digital, DRM-locked form or a SaaS, the shutdown of the servers will lead to a public loss of the software. If the software product is without alternative, the missing replacement availability becomes a challenge for continued software usage. Once a software product becomes abandonware, there is a high risk that the source code becomes lost or irrecoverable even for its original developers, as multiple cases have shown. One of many examples is the closure of Atari in Sunnyvale, California in 1996, when the original source codes of several milestones of video game history, such as Asteroids and Centipede, were thrown out as trash, some of which were later recovered. Unavailability of software and the associated source code can also be a hindrance for software archaeology and research. Response to Abandonware Early Abandonware Websites In response to the missing availability of Abandonware, people have distributed old software since shortly after the beginning of personal computing, but the activity remained low-key until the advent of the Internet. While trading old games has taken many names and forms, the term abandonware was coined by Peter Ringering in late 1996. Ringering found classic game websites similar to his own, contacted their webmasters, and formed the original abandonware ring in February 1997. This original web ring was little more than a collection of sites linking to adventureclassesgaming.com. Another was a site indexing them all to provide a rudimentary search facility. In October 1997, the Interactive Digital Software Association sent cease and desist letters to all sites within the abandonware ring, which led to most shutting down. An unintended consequence was that it spurred others to create new abandonware sites and organizations that came to outnumber the original ring members. Sites formed after the demise of the original abandonware ring include Abandonia, Bunny Abandonware and Home of the Underdogs. In later years abandonware websites actively acquired and received permissions from developers and copyright holders, for example Jeff Minter, Magnetic Fields or Gremlin Interactive, for legal redistribution of abandoned works. An example is World of Spectrum who acquired the permission from many developers and successfully retracted a DMCA case. Archives Several websites archive abandonware for download, including old versions of applications which are difficult to find by any other means. Much of this software fits the definition of software that is no longer current, but is still of interest, but the line separating the use and distribution of abandonware from copyright infringement is blurry, and the term abandonware could be used to distribute software without proper notification of the owner. The Internet Archive has created an archive of what it describes as vintage software, as a way to preserve them. The project advocated for an exemption from the United States Digital Millennium Copyright Act to permit them to bypass copy protection, which was approved in 2003 for a period of three years. The exemption was renewed in 2006, and as of October 27, 2009, has been indefinitely extended pending further rulemakings. The archive does not offer this software for download, 
as the exemption is solely for the purpose of preservation or archival reproduction of published digital works by a library or archive. Nevertheless, in 2013 the Internet Archive began to provide antique games as browser-playable emulation via MES, for instance the Atari 2600 game E.T. The Extraterrestrial. Since December 23, 2014 the Internet Archive presents via a browser-based DOSBox emulation thousands of archived DOS PC games for scholarship and research purposes only. Starting around 2006, the Library of Congress began the long-time preservation of video games with a game canon list. In September 2012 the collection had nearly 3,000 games from many platforms and also around 1,500 strategy guides. For instance, the source code of the unreleased PlayStation Portable game Duke Nukem, Critical Mass was discovered in August 2014 to be preserved at the Library of Congress. Since around 2009 the International Center for the History of Electronic Games, ICHEG, has taken a five-pronged approach to video game preservation, original software and hardware, marketing materials and publications, production records, play capture, and finally the source code. In December 2013 the ACHEG received a donation of several SSI video games, for instance Computer Bismarck, including the source code for preservation. In 2014 a collection of Broderbin games and a virtually complete Atari arcade machine source code and asset collection was added. In 2010 Computer History Museum began with the preservation of source code of important software, beginning with Apple's MacPaint 1.3. In 2012 the APL programming language followed. Adobe Systems Inc. donated the Photoshop 1.0.1 source code to the collection in February 2013. The source code is made available to the public under an own non-commercial license. On March 25, 2014, Microsoft followed with the donation of MS-DOS variants as well as Word for Windows 1.1a under their own license. On October 21, 2014, Xerox Alto's source code and other resources followed. In 2012 a group of European museums and organizations started the European Federation of Game Archives, Museums and Preservation Projects, FGAMP, to join forces to preserve gaming legacy. Also in Japan video game software archival happens for several years. In 2012 the MoMA started with archiving video games and explicitly tried to get the source code of them. There are also some cases in which the source code of games was given to a fan community for long-time preservation, for example several titles of the Wing Commander video game series or Ultima 9 of the Ultima series. Community Support In response to the missing software support, sometimes the software's user community begins to provide support, bug fixes, compatibility adaptations, etc., even without available source code, internal software documentation and original developer tools. Methods are debugging, reverse engineering of file and data formats, and hacking the binary executables. Often the results are distributed as unofficial patches. Notable examples are Fallout 2, Vampire, The Masquerade, Bloodlines or even Windows 98. Windows XP would also get community support via unofficial service packs, with Postready registry hack, as well as Windows 2000 receiving a fan-made extended kernel. For instance in 2012, when the multiplayer game Supreme Commander, Forged Alliance became unsupported abandonware as the official multiplayer server and support was shut down, the game community itself took over with a self-developed multiplayer server and client. Re-releases by digital distribution With a new possibility of digital distribution arising in mid-2000, the commercial distribution for many old titles became feasible again as deployment and storage costs dropped significantly.
A digital distributor specialized in bringing old games out of abandon where is GOG.com, formerly called Good Old Games, who started in 2008 to search for copyright holders of classic games to release them legally and DRM-free again. For instance, on December 9, 2013 the real-time strategy video game Conquest, Frontier Wars was, after 10 years of non-availability, re-released by GOG.com, also including the source code. Arguments for and against distribution From proponents Proponents of abandonware preservation argue that it is more ethical to make copies of such software than new software that still sells. Those ignorant of copyright law have incorrectly taken this to mean that abandonware is legal to distribute, although no software written since 1964 is old enough for copyright to have expired in the U.S. Even in cases where the original company no longer exists, the rights usually belong to someone else, though no one may be able to trace actual ownership, including the owners themselves. Abandonware advocates also frequently cite historical preservation as a reason for trading abandoned software. Older computer media are fragile and prone to rapid deterioration, necessitating transfer of these materials to more modern, stable media and generation of many copies to ensure the software will not simply disappear. Users of still-functional older computer systems argue for the need of abandonware because re-release of software by copyright holders will most likely target modern systems or incompatible media instead, preventing legal purchase of compatible software.